Welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at SU, where we talk about working, learning, transforming, and performing at SU, and maybe even more than that. We'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karin, she's on tilt, Lucas. (laughs) I am here with my special friends, very special (laughs) friends. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, Joey Gariziak, uh, Director of Esports and Professor of Esports uh, in the Business School. Scott King, Professor of Psychology. Uh, We've also got producer Sean Kelly here. We want to thank Sean, as always. And our free music that you heard in the intro is called Best Time by FAS Sounds. We have so far in the few seasons of this podcast 1,661 downloads. SUBuzzwords.podbean.com. We have two new five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I think Melissa was one of those. So thank you, Melissa. I'm Melissa Smeltzercraft, by the way. Let's see, I don't know if you oh, introduced yourself. Yeah. Tell us I, more about yourself. I am Melissa Smeltzercraft. <laughs> I am the spouse of our guest today. Oh, that Spoiler. guest. We're going to hear about shortly. Um, yeah, give us, give us some five stars. Give us some reviews. We don't have any new emails. I don't think email is going to actually ever be a thing for this podcast. So I'm not even going to say our email address right now. So I'm transitioning here to a serious topic. A couple days ago from the day that we're recording this, we got the tragic news of shooting at University of Virginia, also an apparent shooting at the University of Idaho. Um, We in the podcast and everybody at SU, we just want to acknowledge those tragedies and say that and and mean it that everybody affected by those horrible events are in our thoughts and prayers um personally and i i think my co-host might might agree with me here it's going to take more than thoughts and prayers to not have so much gun violence in our country so um do what you can to limit the amount of guns out there. We need to do what we can to improve the mental health situation in our country. In Virginia, we've had a few of these shootings. Um, Bridgewater College happened recently. Virginia Tech, 15 years ago. At Shenandoah, we, you know, we're not immune to this sort of thing. So faculty listening to this, keep paying attention to your own mental health and students' mental health. DPS, thank you for the work that you do. On this podcast, we've we've joked about the the DPS alerts that have gone out mistakenly. I think there was one that said, run, hide, fight, um, a couple months ago. But of course, we appreciate the good work that DPS does. And it's better to put it in research methods terminology here. It's better to have a type 1 error and have a false alarm than to, to miss the fact that something horrible has happened or is about to happen. So I don't know how to transition us out of this topic, but we at the podcast just want to acknowledge and say we are, we are thinking about everybody that's been affected by these horrible events. Thank you, Scott. Um, instead of using that as and burning all of our lows on that same topic, yeah. thank you for just tackling it right out the jump for us. Um, let's segue into our guests. 
As mentioned, I am married to this person. Our guest is Ashley Smeltercraft, head field hockey coach here at Shenandoah. She's also the assistant athletics director and senior woman administrator. Ashley joined the SU Athletics Department in 2013 after five years as an assistant coach at longtime D3 Power, University of Rochester. Before Rochester, she played four years for the Michigan State Spartans, Go Green, on a full scholarship and helped MSU to a pair of NCAA tournament appearances and a Big Ten championship. She also coached for State um, in a fifth year. She has a BS in kinesiology, a master's in human development from the University of Rochester. Um, we, we didn't include this cleanly. I'm going to add it here. 2016 ODAC champions oh, yeah. for Shenandoah. Um, in September 2018, Ashley was promoted to the department's senior woman administrator role as SWA. Ashley is part of the department's leadership team and represents Shenandoah at both league and NCAA meetings. Ashley also served a five-year term on the National Committee for D3 NCAA Field Hockey. And in the final year of that term, she served as the chair of that committee. Amazing. Uh, in June 2022, she was promoted again. I'm really feeling inadequate reading this. I just want to say that out loud. Um, I would love Courtney. Let's read Courtney's bio next week. God. Um, She's a performer. Yeah, exactly. She was promoted again, this time to assistant Athletic Director for Student Athlete Development and Outreach. In this role, she directs all community service initiatives for the department and develops and supervises student athlete programming. She continues as SWA and as a dominating field hockey coach. Ashley, you also teach here. Can you tell us the classes that you teach? Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you for the intro, Melissa, although a little weird to have your spouse <laughs> intro you. Um, my classes are FYS, Empowering Women Advancing Sport. I um, also teach two kinesiology classes, um, Instructional Strategies for Individual and Dual Sports. It's a little pickleball action there. Oh, cool. Love uh, it. Yes, pickleball awesome. is here to stay. I love pickleball. If you'd like to join, let me know at any point. Pickleball, tennis. Um, Disc golf? We can add it in, sure, <laughs> if you'd like to come teach the class. Uh, also teach instructional strategies for team sports um, in the spring, and I'm a university supervisor, so I get to go out and watch our um, HPE students out in the field in the, in the gyms. That's way more than Joey teaches. <laughs> I was going to say, insert yes, Joe. Yes. I was waiting for one of you <laughs> to chime in with how many classes she teaches. So I've been told. And <laughs> all the other stuff that Melissa said, right? Head coach, senior women administrator, chair of all these committees. I mean, what is left in athletics? I mean, you've got administration, you've got coaching. Um, do you do anything with like social media or? Uh, I don't, on that and side? I don't want to ever do ever anything touch with that. social media. <laughs> that is my that is my rule. My assistant coaches do social media. We have some people in our athletic department do. I don't touch it. I'm not good at it. Right. I'm not creative enough. Like I will watch Melissa spend 30 minutes creating a post, and I just don't. I, ha I my my I, resume I is so thin that I have to tool <laughs> around. Just on like my Melissa's phone just reading this. Like, what can I do here? She's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> side career is influencer going. I mean, listen, we dropped a TikTok yesterday. It's it's great. Uh, yeah. I also want to say this, that Ashley is an amazing mom to our boys, Wells and Warner. Indeed. I would also like to say that I am currently the second best coach in my house because my spouse has two ODAC championships and I only have one. Ooh. So I would like that to be known to all the listeners that every day I am motivated because I need to be the best coach in my house. <laughs> an intra-house rivalry. Mm-hmm. Well, Melissa's about to start her seat. Well, already has started her season. I was at the game Saturday. Saturday. Thank you yeah. for coming, Scott, and bringing your kids. 
they were balling out over the team that beat them by 20 in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. It was impressive. Thank you. And those girls were like, they were having fun. I had a lot of fun. I, I, I imagine. <laughs> Winning is fun. There you go. So you, you two have probably have a pretty fun house with all the wins Most happening. of the time. Now, how does that affect your boys? Like uh, Our children don't do well when we lose. So, um, <laughs> Do they internalize it and oh, feel like? They're, they're so sad. They love the Hornets. They are like Hornets through and through. We had Wells' parent-teacher conference last week. Oh, wow. And the teacher said, I, I want you to know Wells loves Shenandoah Hornets. <laughs> 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 so I, I feel like they were, they were taught that from the get-go. Um, but y- y- we lost last year in the regular season to Washington and Lee. We call them the Jennies or the Generals. Mm. And Wells cried because we lost to the Jennies. And he has actually talked about it almost yeah. every day since that wow. moment, thankfully. Thanks for the reminder. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> so when he's in therapy, that's going to be one yes. of the topics. Do you remember growing up and and being really young and not being able to stay up and watch games, the Super Bowl, your favorite teams, et cetera? Yeah. I remember that. And then waking up the next morning, running to the newspaper, yeah. the Daily News in New York City, and being on the kitchen table to see if the teams won. See the scores. Right. Yeah. So Wells will wake up, and, and we might not be back from our bus, and he might not have stayed up for the end of the game, and he'll wake up and say, did we win last night? Uh, that's awesome. And when, when in those few instances that Ashley has had a loss, he is devastated, devastated. It's really cool. It, it's it's hard on them too. Like it's hard on us, I guess. But yeah, Warner, on the other hand, he just thinks that his ma, which is Melissa, that she coaches every basketball team in America. <laughs> so last night she was coaching um, Tennessee and Indiana women. Tough loss and for they, Tennessee. Yeah, tough loss wow. for Tennessee, but she coached both teams. Oh, so, good. Okay. Um, she she got a win. Yeah, she's good. So he's got a lot of feelings. Then lots of wins and losses. Yeah. Well, well, in theory, he could always win, right? Because if I'm coaching every team, yeah. <laughs> It's a good way to look at it. Glass half full. Yeah. You can also lose every game, uh, every night too. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure we're tempering expectations here. Yeah. So we have invited <laughs> Ashley as a performer. This is our season of performers, and she's been a stellar performer in all sorts of different areas, as we've heard. And with our performers that we've invited in so far, we've played samples of their um, musical performances. Right? We heard. Carly on the marimba. Yeah, Ryan Romine. I believe. We heard Ryan Romine. So good. Now, Ashley, do you play any musical instruments? I do not. Do not. I'm very concerned right now. I think you're (laughs) in in your realm of performing. Uh You know, part of the performance of a coach, besides, you know, all the practices and the wins and losses, is cheering on the team. Right, as those team team talks uh, at halftime. I wish you we, this was YouTube right now to see the faces games. that are happening. Those, those halftime talks. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a commentary on the sideline. So we've got a couple audio samples here of Great. Ashley in action. Do we need to are we bleep anything? Are we bleeping yeah, are we, is there a delay no, for bleeping? I don't bleeping? think so. Wow, think so. okay. Perfect. We're not upping our ratings. <laughs> okay, it's all great. natural. This should go very so well. So I'm going to play I'm this thrilled. from my computer, and we should be able to add it in post, add the audio in. Thank you, Sean, for doing that. All right, so we've got a couple clips here. This is a halftime talk. Oh, the monster can. There's there. monster every – oh, it's empty. <laughs> there is some music in the background, so hopefully we don't need to clear a copyright to play this music, but I'll play this as loud as I can. We do our breath. We do not win the ball. We do not it has to be better. That is our bread and butter. When our press is on, we are like on fire on attack. 
She said, that is our bread and butter. When our press is on, we are on fire, on attack. Good talk. Is that a common phrase? Do you use bread and butter I a mean, lot? I should just take that clip and replay it the whole season. That's basically what I said <laughs> over and over yes, and over yes, again. Yes. Yeah. That would be – That's that would actually be a good conversation topic. Maybe come back to it if we have time. Like, what's each of our bread and butters when Ooh. we are teaching? Future segment. Teaching or performing Ooh, or, yeah. or coaching. <laughs> Scott's on keto, though, so we maybe have to. <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have bread. Can you have can nicer, you eat butter? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll do, I'll do bacon and butter. <laughs> As, who, do, who doesn't? <laughs> okay, we've got another clip. This is in-game. Oh, this is more worrisome. While SU was, was dominating. And uh, there's, there's some background noise, but we'll see if we can understand it. Yes, so that was Ashley's commentary that one of her players is owning people over there. She's talking to the bench, <laughs> hyping them up, talking to her Do assistant Do I get to guess coach. who the player was? I, yeah, who was sure. it? Sure. It was probably Kelsey Dunes. There you go. Probably. <laughs> yeah, she probably said Kelsey is owning people over there, <laughs> looking at the goal, I believe, mm -hmm. or maybe she was on defense. Um, and we want to thank assistant coach Meredith Bloomfield mm -hmm. for those clips. Mm -hmm. I believe Meredith was caught at the end of that because there's a little bit of audio of Ashley saying, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 and Meredith says she has a project that she's working on. So thank I'll you, Meredith. I'll be sure to thank her. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as with our conservatory guests, we want to know, you know, what's going on there? What's the context of the halftime talk and uh, the owning people? What, what, what do you try to say at halftime? Let's start there. So halftime, you know, uh, whistle blows. It's the end of the second quarter. I meet with my coaches. My goal is I can't give my team too much information because if I do, it will be lost on them. Mm -hmm. Kind of like when Keep you're it teaching, simple. right? It's exactly. Here are my five points that I'm going to make, and I make five points every single halftime. So Joey I'll always tries to not do as much. I can keep it simple. I'm like yeah, two like points. He'll, he'll, yeah. Yeah. Like those 45-minute classes, <laughs> 10. <laughs> classes. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't teach, yeah, right? What? So, so, keep it so five points, yep. And usually you know, two will focus on offense, two on defense, and then one on overall team. So hmm. the, the press was – um, a shout out to our offense. You need to press. That's our bread and butter. We press, we win the ball, we can attack and, and score goals. So that's usually my thought process. And then I, I, you know, I like to leave five minutes for them because they need to get up, they need to get moving, have individual conversations about certain areas they can improve. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, good advice in general for teaching, right? And especially like in something like field hockey where the field is big, right? Your players can't hear you, I'm guessing, no. all over the field. No, and no. no matter how hard a coach tries on the sideline, mm -hmm. like when you've got a field, you know, a hundred yards long, um, they can't hear you. They so can't hear me, and that's not the time for me to make technical corrections. It's I, I can make a few tactical corrections and overall team, and then everything else we need to watch on film the next day. Because oh, yeah. in that moment, it's probably not changing very much. Right. Yeah. Right. Melissa, is this kind of unique perspective? Because obviously, you both coach. Is that true for you too? Like during halftime, do you try to keep it simple and boil it down to upwards of five points to really work on? I, I actually on? didn't know that Ashley was that streamlined. I am. 
I just wear everything on my sleeve. Whatever I'm thinking. I have no filter. And if you sit behind the bench, don't bring your kids. <laughs> don't it's record you saying don't record you either? I mean, I get fired up, and I just leave it all out there, and I'm just word vomiting. I probably should be more streamlined. Um, obviously, the time is so limited, so in some ways it forces us to be streamlined. They're outside on a field where there's a mm. lot of uncontrollables. I mean, in any moment, I'm screaming during a game, and everyone can hear us. Or we go back to the locker room and it's super clean, neat, organized. You know, the, the trucks aren't going by on 81 yeah. or something like that. So <laughs> I feel like we have a little bit more control. Therefore, I'm out of control. Okay. And not as organized as Ashley. But I, I have some takeaways from that. That was great. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. And like Scott said, we've had a lot of like cons- conservatory performers on so far where obviously it's a lot of practice that goes into this. Do you practice halftime speeches or do you like – Go in thinking about how am I going to say things? How am I going to address it? Do you stand in front of a mirror ever and, like, practice anything like <laughs> uh, that? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's the best part of coaching is so much of it is, you know, intuition and how am I feeling in that moment. I'm sure I come in and I shock my players sometimes. Like, they, they get to halftime. They're like, oh, we're up 4-0. We're playing really well. And then I go in and I yeah. go at them, you know, because I see something different from the sideline. So I think it just depends on the night. I'm also a huge dork, and I, I don't think I'm to realize is this piece either is I will take every single one of those halftime notes and I'll look at them all at the end of the season and say mm. like what are our themes what do we need to improve on in the off season um, I have an assistant who's like super driven by data and you know shot selection things like that so we'll look at all of that in the next few months so we can prepare for our off season and then hopefully be even better next fall that's really yeah, cool. That's cool I do know how much Ashley's a dork for the record in that piece alone (laughs) yeah we you know now that we have zoom and we've been recording classes in theory i could go back and look at all of my how often do you want to do that never yeah (laughs) like i'll 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 make sure that it recorded and i'll i'll you know, post the link to the recording for students that were absent, but there's no way I'd want to. But watch that you would back. look at your notes that you have, like your lectures, oh, yeah. your presentations, yeah, yeah. and you would make adjustments, maybe find themes. Yeah, um, and themes I, questions the well. students are bringing to you right. that, that pop up over and over again. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if they're taking an exam, what are they getting wrong? Right. It's same, same concept, right? Just we're a sport. I'll say this for you, Scott: film, Zoom, throwback, watchback is never as good as it seemed, <laughs> yeah, and it's good. never as bad as it seemed. So if you think you're great, don't watch it. That's okay. fair. I It'll take you down a peg. I, I It'll take you that. down a peg. I mean, no, seriously, though, right? I mean, it's never th- these intuition moments and these vantage points from the sideline in some ways are really pure, and film can humble that hmm. tremendously. So it's a fine line with film, too, and overusing your resources as well. Sometimes your belly is right. And you're a great faculty member, Scott. Oh, thanks. No, I'm not going to watch back. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, regardless of the quality of teaching, I do not want to experience that when I've already put 50 minutes or 75 right. minutes into the class. Yeah. Shall we go into our segments? Yeah, let's get into our segments here. We, we don't have bread and butter. Maybe that would be for mm-hmm. season. What season are we on? We season, season four. So that could be a season five or even for a spring season four, if we called it a yeah. different season or a same season. Maybe I can, in my free time, you know, perfect my bread recipe and then bring <laughs> you some homemade bread. Not for Scott, just butter and bacon. No, no, no just bacon. <laughs> just <yeah>. butter. <laughs> we'll call it the bacon and butter segment. Um, okay, no, we'll, we'll, do the, we'll start with the same one that we always do. Um, every, every show, we'll start the highs and lows. We'll go around and everybody will give kind of their high point and their low point from since our last recording, which was a month ago. Um, in no particular order, Melissa, let's start with you. Highs and lows. Uh, my high is, I guess, officially getting into basketball mode and having games and 
we've had two games. We have a game um, this week and another game before Thanksgiving, and it sucks you in, and it's and, and Ashley could say this side of the lens of it, um, but it sucks you in, but then it's addictive. You know, we, we've had our first game, and the next day I was, like, at the office at 8.30, and we got off the bus at, like, 11.30, and it was just, like – give me more. I'm, I was like really jacked up and, um, you know, maintaining that over 19 weeks is really hard, but I'm able to do that because I have a really supportive family. And I'm not just saying that cause Ashley's sitting here. Um, I would say my low is then the inverse of that. And I think I say this every year is as that sucks me in, you know, you're pulled away from other things. So just living day to day and trying to make the most of certain things. And like today I, I took Wells to the bus stop and tonight the men have a game. So I'm able to get home for dinner. We've already planned to do a fire and cook dinner and enjoy watching the men's game on, on the computer and just not getting swallowed up by the idea of the longest coldest winter (laughs) you know figuratively and literally and just living in the moment and understanding that that's actually the best part is the journey so um so yeah that's my high and low yeah well Ashley if you happen to miss Melissa too much (laughs) when she's getting swallowed up by this long cold winter (laughs) of basketball um I have a few audio recordings that you could play for the boys oh wonderful um (laughs) you need to be more decisive as the host so say you're like having a party and you're not sure, you know, what to do. Melissa can tell you you need to be more decisive. Okay. Um, if you have a really good conversation with the kids. I felt that. That was real. That yeah. is real, real, real. Yep. <laughs> and you want to just reflect on it. Say, what would what would Ma say if she were here? Um, if one of the boys is, you know, acting up. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't a know. Harsh, I don't harsh. know if you want to call your kids idiots, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we've, we've got several of these. Is, I can provide nice. you with the audio. <laughs> yeah, Scott could keep going. <laughs> <laughs> he could just keep going I on his phone. <laughs> or if you happen to miss um, Joey. As we all see. do. <laughs> Joey's um, at a conference again. Play the audio. <laughs> I have no clue how all this is set up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Joey's, Joey's basic go-to phrase there. Sounds, sounds about right. Uh, sorry, I, I, I spoke. I interrupted. What, are you, what were your highs and lows? Ashley. My highs, um, I would say being around my team, you know, it's interesting. You forget that feeling of it. I, I think Melissa explained it. It's like purpose, right? We, we get into August and I'm with the team and y- you are around one another 24 seven. And then it's so violently ripped away from you when your season's over. So that, that feeling of being around them and everything that we accomplished this year, it's like there, there's one team that will win at the end of the year. Mm. One team will end their season with a win, right? Out of all of the Division three schools. And you got to take a second and think, like, we tied our program record for wins in a season. We had the offensive and the defensive ODAC players of the year. We had nine all ODAC honorees. We did all of these amazing things. I had a player score 27 goals this year. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I had two fifth years back that just embraced it, and I watched the joy on their face every single day. So – my highs were being around my team, um, accomplishing things that we set out to accomplish. We scored a ton of goals. We've scored the most goals in the country. Uh, we led wow. a bunch of NCAA stat categories. I, I think it will end up being four at the end of the wow. season. And, you know, some teams never lead one 
their whole existence of yeah, the program. Yeah, and D3 is so gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah there's, you schools. know, 180 Division three field hockey schools. So I, I think just those moments with my team were my high. I mean, Melissa's right. It's like this adrenaline, you know, you, you practice prep, you game prep, you watch film, you do individuals, and it's like you do it over and over and over again. So that kind of leads into the low of that that day after you lose in playoffs, that next day is probably my hardest day of the entire year. Mm-hmm. Because then I know I'm not going to be around my team anymore. And we know that we were so close to getting to that ODAC championship and we fell just short. And that part is really hard because it's so violently ripped away from hmm. you. And then you're just done. Right. Until next year. Like my immediate thought was I have to wait nine more months to do yeah. this again with my team. And they were amazing. They were just so much fun to be around. And NCAA can't find an invite. Yeah, there's eight at-large spots so for Division Three, and they're hard to get. You know, I was on the committee, so I know how hard. I felt mm. like we had a good shot this year, so it was pretty disappointing. But Did you have to recuse yourself during conversations for that? So when I was on it, we we won the one year, so we got the AQ. Right. Right. But then the year after that, we weren't I, I d- we weren't anywhere near eligible True. for an at large. So it, it actually we weren't eligible until last year, which was my first year off the committee, which yeah. is super unfortunate. Okay, <laughs> <I> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. We're there. We're in the conversation now. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. My highs and lows. Let's see. Low would be that uh, we've had the flu running through our household the past week. I feel like it's been a theme. Yeah. Like a lot of people it's have it's gotten it's that it's this everywhere. year. It's not COVID. I right. had three tests for that, but uh, Sam missed basically all of last week of school. And um, Courtney was out of town for three of those days. So I was home teaching from home with Sam. I stayed healthy. Yay, flu shot. Yay, wearing a mask stuff works um, but Courtney who had been like comforting Sam when he was initially sick mm. and, you know rubbing his back and helping him get to sleep etc uh, she got sick while she was in Chicago on this work trip so now she's recovering um, Sam's all better uh, hoping that me and Coco do not come down with anything so that was the low uh, the high would be I ran a mini marathon the the battlefield That's right. half marathon Nice. A week ago, two weeks ago, and my my knee is now back to full <laughs> fitness. It t- it Did you find your headphones? No. I yeah. saw, uh, came up on my Facebook feed, you commenting on Frederick <laughs> County Sports <laughs> about your headphones. I was very yeah, concerned. I, I listen to my earbuds like hours and hours every day, regardless of whether I'm running or not. And I, I had taken them out of my pocket at the I end of the I just made your high a low because of the headphones. You did, I'm you sorry. Did. Yeah, that's all right. But it was still... You know, it was fun to run. I hadn't run a race that long since I was in my 20s. Uh, and actually, I think my time was better now than when I was 27. And uh, Ashley, you're a crazy runner. Yeah. What's, what's your streak on? I don't know about crazy. Crazy, yes. Yeah, Separate crazy. from runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just passed 900 days in a row. Holy Last cow. Last week was 900. Up going on three years mm-hmm. is that if a you certain guys, distance if you guys day? want to talk about some of the stuff ashley's not good at or like some <laughs> bad habits around the house <laughs> i'm, I'm like totally game for that plenty of yeah that's amazing all right so that was my high and low joey <laughs> my high is just being here listening this is amazing <laughs> i love this um uh, the, my my low is uh, i guess it comes from kind of the same thing okay i'll start with the high the high we just ran a really great event over the weekend which i was very excited about because the students put in a ton of work and did a great job 
uh, making the event actually happen with everything from moving furniture around from one building to another in the rain to actually organizing things to keeping all players and, and the event going. Uh, and they put in about 24 hours over the course of two days of work. And this is about probably 15 to 20 students that we had helping to do this, which was really, really cool to see them taking ownership and, and doing this. Um, also, another high thing, which I just saw a little while ago, an email came through. Sean's not going to be happy. I just got a, a uh, spot in a celebrity program golf tournament in Vegas oh. uh, that we're going to. Uh, we're taking students to an event out in Vegas, and I just got – Are you a celebrity? I'm not. I'm an amateur. Okay. <laughs> um, when is this happening? This is happening uh, – oh, yeah, Vegas, uh, yeah. December 11th through the 13th. We'll oh. be out there. So I know that's that, – I'm, I'm going is. on the 14th. We're, we're flying out the 14th to come dang, home. Dang. I could just stay for another four days. Yeah. Susie will love that. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I can stay in Vegas for eight days. Yeah, and for the listeners, Sean just turned around and was very <laughs> excited about this. this yeah, call. he loves it. I got a spot and he didn't. Um, <laughs> so so that'd be cool. Bryson DeChambeau and some really popular esports players also be playing <laughs> in it. So it's going to be really cool. Uh, but my low is when we were planning this event that the students did such a good job with over the weekend, I got my first migraine of, of my life. And... I, I guess it was from stress. I didn't realize I was that stressed out about it. It was not the most well-communicated event with trying to organize things. I'll just leave it at that. Um, there were just a lot of things up in the air. And for the first time in life, I think I finally figured out what a migraine is. It's awful. I don't know if anybody here has ever had a migraine, but you I you kind of know it when you get it because I felt like I was, just, I was sitting down. I felt like I was going to throw up wow. just mm-hmm. sitting there. And I felt this blinding like pain in my right eye straight down my head. And I just I went to bed at like eight o'clock because I felt like I was just going to throw up just sitting there. I couldn't look at the screen. I had to take my contacts out. I just wanted to drink water and close my eyes. And finally, I just went to bed. I was like, "This is awful." I I, I never thought like a migraine was like a real thing. I was like, oh, it's just a bad <laughs> headache." But I was like, "Wow, that's an actual migraine." Yeah, so that stress, was definitely my low. Probably stress induced. Yeah, it had to be. It, it had to be just because of the, all the events we had coming up. But it, it was gone the next morning. But for all those people out there that get migraines, I now feel for you because that sucked. Yeah, it was bad. Glad you're better. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's our highs and lows. Um, going All on the right, next one. All right, Ash, Hornet hot take. This is your chance to rant about anything. Okay, this is what I'm going to rant about. I've been thinking, like, going back and forth on my topic, and then I walked into my 8 a.m. class, and I said good morning to the four students that were in there a few minutes early, and none of them responded. <laughs> so then Wait, I did said... It sound, <laughs> did it sound like this? Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. That was the response I got from the students. And then not even that I loud. said, good morning. Again, tried to be, you know, super cheerful. And they finally responded to me. And then they all told me how tired they were. But our three-year-old had been up five times the night before and is going on this, like, no-sleep kick all of a sudden the past month and a half. And that just kills me because I want to say to them, I've been up since five every day. I didn't sleep all night. I'm going on, you know, two months of this. Mm. And they're like, oh, Coach Ashley, we're so tired. I'm like, I'm sure you are with your nine to ten hours of sleep and (laughs) no major life stress. (laughs) No real life stress. That's a great rant. (laughs) Yep. And, you know, at least you finally got a good morning out of them. I did, yes, I did. I think I guilted them into yeah. feeling that way, but that's okay. I feel that way too. Like you always start class and like, "Hey, good afternoon, good morning." And you don't want to be that teacher who like, you know, like I said, "Good morning," but then you have to be. You do because I did say good morning. Yeah, exactly. Th- that's happened a lot this season in practice. Uh, um, I'll say 
this is what this drill is going to look like. This is where I need you to go. Are we good? And they, they look at me the way I used to watch Eli Manning stand on the <laughs> sideline. <laughs> Mouth <laughs> agape, Mouth open. Yep. staring past me. And I would say to them, are we good? And then they go, yes, Coachcraft. And they were all like <laughs> making fun of me. And I'm like, I just need a happy balance of yeah. reassurance that you're alive. Yeah. Right. And not an assumption that you're good. And that is like a theme of, I don't know, post-COVID assumption that we're good right. via Zoom. I don't know. I don't know what to chalk it up to. But good morning. Hello. How are yeah. you? Are you good? <laughs> anything. All, anything. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll say Bueller, and they don't even oh, know no. what that I knew is. That was, I knew that was coming. <laughs> they don't know and, and Oh, speaking of that, not to totally digress, but they don't watch <laughs> movies, right? Th yeah. These college kids and – they're used to YouTube and all these other things that they have access to. We forced our basketball team to watch the movie Love and Basketball nice. this oh, past Friday. And they were like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, we could do this every day of season <laughs> the rest of the way and see an amazing 80s, 90s, 2000s movie. Yeah. But anyway, uh, my, I digress. My, my team had never watched Ace Ventura when I first got here. <laughs> like the original Ace Ventura. Uh -huh. And I'm like, how have you never watched that movie? Like uh, we dressed up Wells when he was little as Ace in like Pink <laughs> Tutu. That yeah. was his Halloween costume <laughs> here. And I was like personally offended. Like you've never watched that movie. It's like my all-time favorite movie. It's so funny. When would that come out? That was mid-90s, I think. But it's, it's a classic, yeah, right? I, know. I mean, like meanwhile, we, we're on the bus watching Tangled, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. Gosh. Sean? <laughs> you seen it? Okay, there cool. Sean's seen it. He's a college student. All right, <laughs> Ashley, what's your buzzword? What's something that you try to embody in your work at SU and uh, break down that buzzword for us? Um, I would say my buzzword is gritty. Gritty. So, yes. I like it. Not the yes. mascot from the Philadelphia. Dance. I, I think not it, the dance. I think it kind <laughs> of, uh, yes, not the dance. I think it applies to my program, first of all. Like, that's very much our style of play. You know, Shenandoah was not really supposed to be good at field hockey, and we Ooh. are. So it's like we're gritty. Like, we want to go outwork everyone. We want to tackle back harder. We want to be more aggressive. Um, but then it also kind of goes into the other areas. Like, I... I want to be gritty in everything that I do in the sense that, like, I want to be the first one in the office. Mm -hmm. I want to be the last one there working the hardest. Mm -hmm. I want to give the most to my student athletes every single day. So. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Can I bring in some psychology here? Yes, please. So the concept of grit is a big buzzword in mm -hmm. psychology. And we define it. Or um, Angela Duckworth, who big studies yes. it. Duckworth fan. Yeah, big. there you go. Yes. B she defines it as, I believe, <laughs> passion and perseverance with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all about SU field hockey. That's yeah. your buzzword. I like yes, it. Yes, absolutely. I'm just, I, love I guess my approach to the day is I just want to go be gritty today. Yeah. And maybe do that dance. Yes. Like do the gritty? I'd probably not, <laughs> but Scott is doing Scott? the arm movements of the gritty, and it's not great. I do that just to annoy my kids at home. Uh, That's actually a good point. Sam, Sam especially. I'll just run through the kitchen. Oh, I bet Sam, yeah, <laughs> but he appreciates that. <laughs> Sean's looking at me with Sean, is, Sean has secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. It's fun having Sean out here in the room with us. Like Normally we can't see all the side eyes that he's throwing us in the production room, but now we can um, yeah. Next, next segment. Yeah, superlatives. This is one of our newer segments this year for our performers. So, Ashley, you get to talk about your blank performance ever. This could be 
your most embarrassing performance ever, your best, your worst performance ever. Your grittiest. Your grittiest yeah. performance ever. Does it have to be me personally? Yes. Yeah. It can't be something I influence. We might need to come back to no, this No, focus one. on you. Yeah. Oh, goodness. We're all okay. about you today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can talk um, about how other people made it possible or something like okay. that. Give no, credit we'll, to we'll others. We'll go the most embarrassing route. but Love And it will kind of go along with um, your videos there. So <laughs> when, uh, you know, we scored a lot of goals this year. So I was, I was pretty calm at certain moments on the sideline. And, but I also like to pace. So when I pace, I make comments nonstop. Uh-huh. And I would always look up and find the student athletic trainers just staring at me laughing. <laughs> and then I would, and then I w- it would be like uh, this moment of like, oh my gosh, what did I just say? Because I absolutely have no idea because I'm so in the moment. I think you caught one of those yeah. in there. What did I yeah. say about she Kelsey? She is owning. Yes, something, <laughs> something along those lines. Said she is owning people. Over yes, <laughs> that has to be a performance, right? Me yeah. pacing and saying anything that comes to mind. And I think Melissa can relate to that. And I'm gonna embarrass her as well. Melissa does this thing on the sideline where she, um, when she gets either really excited or really mad, she stomps in her heels. Uh (laughs) Ask any of her players, right? And it's very similar, she knows. It's very similar, ask her also if she needs to get those heels redone. Um, (laughs) But yes, yes, we're we're performing in those moments Uh and we don't even know it. Although it is quite embarrassing, so. (laughs) All right, that works. So our last segment, <laughs> uh, Ask It Forward. So we've got a couple questions from our previous guest, Carly Vigna, for you, Ashley. Okay. We'll ask those first. Um, number one, what's your favorite restaurant in Winchester? Favorite restaurant is probably Water Street Kitchen. Okay. How come? How PG do I have to be? You don't have this? to be PG. Oh, I don't have to be. Okay. Well, I love the food. Um, the burger is delicious, mm. and then they have... The best selection of beer and the wine, right there on the walls. Wine. Sure, you, see. Wine. you yep. just pick one off the shelf and drink pick it. Pick one off, yes, it's and also warm. the people. That's where yeah. you know we get our kegs from. So, um, just great place. All right, Melissa, would you have guessed that? Yeah, because Ashley's an extremely loyal person, and she would use that opportunity to plug some of her favorite people, which are the staff members at Water Street. All right, nice. cool. Second question. It's a double beef patty, just for the record. That I hamburger. I take one of them oh. off. And double beef patty. Great burger. Yeah. Do you save it for later? <laughs> or? Yeah, for sure. Good move. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Yep. <laughs> what is your pregame routine or pregame ritual? Do you have something you always do before before a match? Oh, I'm game? such a weirdo, yes. I, first of all, when we start winning, I have to wear the same outfit. So it's oh, like. Yeah. You know, we win, and I have this one polo on. <laughs> I, like, have to go home. I'm like, Melissa, you have to do laundry so that you can wash my outfit. So oh, how you many wash games it, did you all win in a row? The we start won 12 of this in a row. Season? So it's like, it's like any picture of me is in the same exact polo <laughs> over and over again. Um, I, I, I ran too hard a few days in a row, and I hurt my foot. So I had to go get some new shoes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wear my game day shoes. Like, oh. what's going to happen? Thankfully, we won 6-2 to two that game, but, Bless. you know, like, we let in two goals, so I, it was definitely the shoe's fault. Absolutely. Um, and She's just a little stitious. Just a little <laughs> stitious. Not super. Uh, <laughs> but I got, I got into a rhythm where I knew we had almost a full load of laundry, and she would literally come in off the bus, and I'd be like, Right in. Just I'm ready. It, throw it to the laundry Because basket. then I knew we could we could p- crank get crank it out, get it ready <laughs> within 48 hours of the next game. I mean, I, I had it down, too. Well, at least you're washing it. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, yeah. Come on yes. now. We already had a hygiene conversation pre, <laughs> pre this. But um, the other thing is, you know those little, like, 
letter boards, and we had a little letter board that said, like, Wells' first day of kindergarten. And mm. it was getting close to Halloween, and I thought, okay, it's not the first day of kindergarten. That was eight weeks yeah. ago. Let's change the sign. She comes in, not observational at all, <laughs> and goes, you changed the sign. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I go, okay. Sign. And she goes, we are on a win streak. And I was like, the sign <laughs> will not. <laughs> and the sign is up on the, the cabinets, and, and you don't even notice it the other 12 months a year. The sign. It sign was the matters. sign. I also have a game day coffee order from Starbucks, so I have to get the same thing every day. Which is? It's two coffees, so it hurts the <laughs> bank account, and I don't feel great about telling you this with my spouse here. But <laughs> um, okay, so the first one is a tall pike place. Um, one cream, one sugar, just to kind of sip on during the day. And then I also get a venti shaken espresso, no classic, two pumps of pumpkin, light cream. So pumpkin year-round? Wow. Yes. Or as long yeah. as I have pumpkin, As long as I they guess. have it. Yeah. Well, they okay. have it all fall, though. Okay. So for fall, it makes sense. Golden, in yeah. season, right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. So that was my drink every single game day. All right. Wow. So I eat saltines to make all that happen. <laughs> and then zero food. Ramen <laughs> noodles and saltines. <laughs> so our next guest, uh, you can provide a question to. That next mm -hmm. guest is Maurice Fraga, associate professor and chair of the dance division at the conservatory here. So what question do you have for Maurice? So my question is, I, I know as faculty, as staff, we're all overworked. We all have too many things on our plate. Um, so my question would be, with the break coming up, you know, w what's, what is he going to do for some self-care? Um, how is he going to look out for himself and his own mental health and kind of take a step back and get a break from the craziness that is, you know, the fall semester and kind of recharge for the spring semester? Yeah, good question. And we'll be, let's see, we'll be talking with him in about a month, so right before winter break. Yeah. Before you guys head off to Vegas, or, <laughs> or in between, we have to look at the date, but now I'm concerned for my co-hosts. Yeah, we actually need to look at that Oh, we date. do need to look at the date. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. Um, you know, Ashley, thank you for being here. This has been incredible. Love hearing the banter and the conversation. Uh, but before you go, is there anything that you want to plug? Any upcoming events? Obviously not for field hockey, but is there anything that you want to plug, whether it's athletics or something else? Yeah, so just two quick things. The first is... We've done some awesome things with community service. So I think just like go check out every Friday, we put out something on social media through SU Hornets mm -hmm. and it's called The Who. So it's like our, our, our weekly update on what we're doing in the community. I, I think just go take a look. Our, our student athletes are doing really amazing things. So go check that out. And then my other thing would be we've supported, teams have supported one another really well this year. Like the turnout in games has just been like electric. So um, we've got me a men's basketball game tonight. We have women's basketball games coming up. So go to a game. Go watch our awesome student athletes do what they love and do what, you know, what they're best at. I'm sure a lot of people have yet to be at a wrestling match, which is relatively right. new as well. And that's uh, we will be hosting the ODAC wrestling tournament in the spring semester. Oh, yeah, so that's a big deal. just because football is done and the excitement of the beginning of the year with all of our outdoor sports, there's a ton of winter sports and then – as you guys know, it'll roll really quickly in the spring. Right. But yeah, I mean, we we have an you know an undefeated women's basketball team, so go go check go. them out and watch their coach stomp on the sideline with excitement, <laughs> right? So we are coming close to the end here. We want to thank our unofficial sponsor of the day, and that is the soundproofing in the classrooms at HHH. 
helping Harrison Hall. When you're in the classroom, you cannot hear all the commotion going on in the hallways, such as economic summits, groundbreakings for the Hive, esports tournaments. Those classrooms, well insulated. Offices, not so much. <laughs> classrooms, <laughs> we don't hear all that all that commotion in the hallway. So thank you, soundproofing. Our email that Scott didn't want you to know about is actually <laughs> buzzwords <laughs> at su.edu. It's reverse psychology. Emily, email him. <laughs> Website <laughs> su.buzzwords.podbean.com. Our next guest, as previously mentioned, is our Shingleton neighbor, Maurice Fraga, associate professor and chair of the dance division in the SU Conservatory. He will be here next month. Can't wait. Until then, keep, keep on buzzing. buzzing.